the biggest concern for most people is certainly that they see their incomes being eroded because their necessities of life are more and more expensive. Hello, this is the Weekly Tradecast, a new podcast brought to you by UNCTAD, the UN's trade and development body. I'm Sarah Toms. We're exploring how major events are shaping trade and development and how that affects billions of people around the world. This week, we're looking at inflation. Every day, we're seeing news stories about a global slowdown and how the war in Ukraine is driving up prices at a pace not seen in decades. Other forces are also fueling inflation, such as supply disruptions hanging over from COVID and severe storms and droughts that have ruined harvests. High inflation causes damage by eating up more of people's paychecks and eroding their savings. It can even bring an economy to its knees, like in Germany after World War I and in Zimbabwe not that long ago. Jeronim Copaldo is an economist at UNCTAD's Globalization and Development Strategies Division, is an avid skier and loves country music. Thanks for joining us, Jeronim. Now, inflation, it never really goes away. So why is this current situation so worrying? The biggest concern for most people is certainly that they see their incomes being eroded because their necessities of life are more and more expensive. And for some people that are involved in production, like entrepreneurs and people who run small businesses, this means not just their consumption, but it also means what they need to pay to produce the stuff they produce. And that is already creating very serious difficulties. Why is the threat so acute for developing countries? Our analysis at UNCTAD shows inflation this time around is mostly generated by energy prices. The prices of a lot of other goods are influenced by energy prices. If you are involved in farming, of course, then you'll need fuels to use your equipment and to do many other things, or for fertilizers, which are also fuel intensive. Now, in developing countries, clearly this is a serious problem because a lot of people spend most of their income in, in consumption rather than having a little bit left to save. Central banks have been raising interest rate to try and rein in the cost of living. But what could the consequences be for businesses and consumers? There have been a lot of events this year that has disrupted the global economy. The war in Ukraine is certainly one of them. But sometimes the conversation overlooks the fact that these very serious increases in fuel and food prices also started last year, well before the outbreak of the war. So they have little to do with the shifts in oil demand and supplies that have happened around Russia oil. And it's not exactly clear what generated that, but there's two things we know. One is the, the global economy grew tremendously last year, and whenever that happens, oil prices always increase. And the other thing we know is that there is a large chunk of oil transactions that are taken care of by financial intermediators, speculators. That isn't properly regulated. The most appropriate thing is try to understand exactly where the prices increases has started and try to tackle that. We can try and kill the economy, maybe a little bit, by increasing interest rates so that everyone will demand less and prices hopefully will subside. But we might end up in a situation like the 1970s if we do this because we might slow the economy down without really addressing the cause of inflation. We have an economy that has recovered at the same time the supply of goods and services hasn't increased as much. 
And at the same time, we have speculative transactions that do not contribute to the economic growth. If we want these price increases to subside, in some cases, we definitely do need to produce more of the things that are being demanded and whose prices are increasing. Energy, for one. And the solution to this has been to try and drill more. Drill, baby, drill. <laughs> but that is not sustainable for all the reasons that we discuss every day. And so what we do need to try and increase the supply of energy from renewables. But that takes time. It takes investments. Very importantly, it takes everyone's agreement and concerted efforts. It's slightly different for food because for food, the Ukraine and Russia are large exporters. And so both the supply disruptions and the disruptions in terms of the potential uncertainty have had a more visible effect. Just very quickly, what would you say is the best thing that could be done to help the problem of inflation at the moment? There's no one thing that can be done, but there's several things that must be done altogether. It's absolutely imperative to invest in the production of renewables because this oil and energy problems will come back. But we also have to protect wages by making sure they increase appropriately in all the countries where they haven't increased in a long time. And we must curb speculation and the market power of certain corporations that have a strong effect on this and gain tremendously from these disruptions. Thank you to UNCTAD's Jerome Copaldo for being this week's guest. Tune in to the weekly Tradecast next week and every week for more insights on the most pressing issues around the world of trade and development. There's even more on our website, unctad.org. I'm Sarah Toms in Geneva. Goodbye for now.